0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode twenty-five of WrestleLife Radio. A little tidbit. If I were to have ever played sports, my number would have been twenty-five because that's what I chose on all my video game sports things. When I was an <laughs> athlete in the video games. So yeah, I would have chosen twenty-five. It's my favorite number. Too bad, Matt, you weren't ever a true athlete. No. I was not, and and if you guys have ever seen me, you probably know why. Anyway, my name is Matt Sin. I'm here with my good friend Chris Cumbie, and we're here to tell you who is going to win at WWE Clash of Champions. And don't you dare let that terrible all-out prediction show—not the show was bad, but that our predictions were bad—don't let that spoil your belief in us, because WWE is much easier to predict. Am I right? It typically is, but we'll see
1: because as we've been talking about, Raw and SmackDown have gotten better. So I'm hoping that means the rest of the writing gets better too.
0: I hope so. I hope so. But let's see. Let's see. Today is September the 13th, 2019. And Chris is going to tell you about this day in wrestling history. This day in wrestling history.
1: So this day in wrestling history, um, during our Raw show, we talked about, uh, we we had a moment and we discussed uh, September 11th. Well, this day in wrestling history, 18 years ago, which um, it's been 18 years since that that horrible day, uh, the WWF uh, presented a live episode of SmackDown uh, from Houston, Texas. Uh, This show was originally supposed to tape two days earlier, but was postponed due to the terrorist attacks. Uh, But it was the first uh, live televised sporting event in the United States after the 9-11 attacks. I remember Um, that. If you remember, um, Vince McMahon opens the show. uh, And at that time, you know, he was a heel. But man, he gave a rousing uh, um, speech. If you haven't seen it, it's one of the best. Lillian Garcia sang the national anthem, which was beautiful. Um, and then in between each match, super uh, superstars and um, both male and female just kind of gave some thoughts and words about, uh, about what had happened. Um, and uh, they, they had some several good matches on the show. Um, they had Chris Jericho defeating Christian, Rock defeating uh, Sean Stasiak, which I don't even remember who that is. He's a WCW uh, guy. <laughs> Booker T beating the Big Show, Lita beating Ivory, um, Kurt Angle beating Rhino, and then in a uh, post-show dark match, you have The Rock beating The Rock, which the WCW champion at the time, defeats the WWF champion Stoke Cold Steve Austin by disqualification. So, uh, pr- pretty good match. It was very patriotic. It was very touching. Um, and, and pretty, pretty awesome that it was the first sporting event after, uh, what had happened. So
0: yeah. very, very important to, to mention that, that event. That's really cool. I actually didn't see that show live, but I, cause I wasn't watching wrestling then, but I do think that I saw the Vince McMahon intro. If I didn't see it then, I definitely saw it years later. Cause I remember that speech and it was really good. Yeah. Who, who, if you haven't seen it, you, you need to go and watch it because it yeah. was,
1: it's very very good. Very
0: good. Mm. So let's start our predictions for Clash of Champions. Let's do you're it. Gonna, you're going to you're going to keep them down, right? So what we're going to do, you're going to write them all down. We're going to have Kyle predict, but and so he'll give us the predictions. So we'll include that in the results show to see who actually did best. So Kyle is a part of this, but unfortunately, he doesn't actually get to to be on the show. So you get to listen to us for the next hour. Isn't that great? Isn't this wonderful. I don't know if it's really going to take that long, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully won't. it won't. <laughs> All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven matches, and I think every title on the main roster, other than the twenty four seven title, is is appearing on the show. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, twelve matches because the King of the Ring show, the King of the Ring match isn't on here. So, uh, my, you
1: know, to, I don't know if this is true or not, and you may need to edit this out later. My wife said she read something that they weren't going to have the King of the Ring. That they were really? cha- that they were changing the, that they were going to change it.
0: Okay. I, I don't know. I'll tell you what. Let's check com right now. I'll verify that, and you're going to give me the prediction for the first match as I do that. So, match number right. one. And this is this is always the most exciting because we we all know so much about this first match. It is Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carido, I think, versus <laughs> Lince Dorado in a triple threat match for the cruiserweight championship. Chris, who's winning this? So I am just beyond
1: thrilled that I get to pick this first, <laughs> and 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 I'm going to say this in all honesty. I don't care who wins this match. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I did. Um, but I, I don't give two two cares at all. And I w- again, I wish I did. So, uh, because I don't care, because I don't know the other two
0: guys, I'm going with Drew Golak. Okay. I'm going to go the same with you. The last time they had a triple threat match, it was to protect the champion and let them have a follow-up match. But... There's no way Lince Dorado's winning this, being in the Lucha House party. He's there to put on a great match. I I don't think Drew Gulak's had the title long enough. They actually have been doing some things with him and Tony Nese. I think Drew Gulak wins this match and retains his Cruiserweight Championship. Awesome! Let's move (laughs) into the stuff that we do know about. Let's do it. So, the women's tag team titles. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose and Sonny DeVille. Now, if you listen to the SmackDown show, you've heard my wife's opinion on this, and so I just want to say a little bit more. Chris, do you remember back in the day? I think this was in like 2011 when Michelle and McCool and Layla were calling Mickey James Piggy James.
1: Yes, they they were not being a star. Yeah,
0: and it's not like. She was fat. She was just a little weight, a little more than they did. And it was really just her body type. Mickey James is not a fat lady. No. She's just bigger than them. Michelle McCool, and she's lovely. I'm not talking bad about her, but she's a bean pole, right? That's just her body type.
1: Yeah, there's a thing. There's something as being too skinny. Yeah.
0: I just, and they were calling her Piggy James like she was fat. And I remember. Talking to it might have been you guys. I don't know if it was on the show or not. You go, man! I'm really glad that we're over this superficial bullcrap in women's wrestling because now you have women with all different body types. Look at you know just in WWE. So not even talking about AEW and the ridiculous amount of body types they have, but you've got people like Nia Jax and Ember Moon right. who aren't. They're not Alicia Fox, right? Right. And again, I'm not talking. You know, this isn't about looks. But Alicia Fox is a stereotypical WWE diva, right? She's the the model turned wrestler. She's very pretty. You know, your Kelly Kellys, your Tori Wilsons type wrestler. And they're not all like that anymore. So Mandy Rose on SmackDown had had a segment where she called Nikki Cross ugly. And it really bothered me, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. And again, I know we've already talked about this on SmackDown, but I wanted to get your opinion on it. And again, I know that it's scripted, but it just seemed so out of time for me. What do you think? I um, The previous week, the, the Alexa
1: Bliss and Nikki Cross were fighting Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And Mandy Rose just screams out, You'll never look like me, to Nikki Cross. Right. In which Alexa Bliss says, nobody wants to look like you. And got a huge pop. And loved, and then Mandy Rose turns and says, shut up! And Alexa <laughs> Bliss makes this face like, what, me? Um, which, I, I liked it. I liked Alexa Bliss defending her her uh, her partner. But I also liked it because Alexa Bliss is beautiful. And she yeah. came out and, and just said... No one wants to look like you, Mandy. Right. Which I felt like it was a good way for her to to show. Um, I know I joke around about being a star and stuff, but it was almost like she was taking that role of protecting someone Correct. who isn't, doesn't have the stereotypical look. I love Nikki Cross. I love the fact that she doesn't look like everybody else. Um, right, me too. And because I'm so sick of, I can't stand Mandy Rose.
0: <laughs> My wife ranted about it too. I, she
1: is just she's just another version of the um, the one the all red everything. Eva Marie. Eva Marie. She's just another cookie cutter version of her. And I I I don't like girls like that, especially in in wrestling. Number one, they don't know how to wrestle, and two, they get these massive pushes because of their bodies, not because they know what they're doing. In that long blonde blonde hair that well, big fake well lips. half of the the hairs well the hair is just as fake as the lips and the boobs so right. I like Sonya Deville personally just because yeah, she's too. natural she's naturally pretty um, and she's a fighter you know I, yeah. I know they're trying to like change her to mold with Mandy but I'm so sick of Mandy Rose, and I don't like the fact that they're doing this I'm prettier than you thing because this is the exact opposite of what I thought.
0: We, I thought we got past this. I did, too. And my wife was begging like when it was going on. She's like, I can't wait for Mandy Rose to turn on Sonya, and then Sonya can go out on her own or even join Nikki and Alexa. I, Alexa, I don't care. I just want her away from Mandy because she hates Mandy, and she loves, she loves Sonya Deville. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, t- let's talk about the actual match. Who do you think is going over here?
1: I I I'm having a hard time here. Okay. Um. I don't think Alexa and Nikki have held long enough. I just have this sick feeling they're going to let Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville win. I'm going to go with Fire and
0: Desire. Really? Not because I want to. It's entirely possible that they could win just with the sheer fact that Alexa and Nikki, if they win, who are they going to wrestle next? They've they did this dumb thing where they wrestled all three of the other teams that were in the fatal four way the next three weeks, which is good, but that's like all their competition, right? They don't have any more competition. So these titles should have never been created. It should have created a mid card singles title, maybe even two for each show, but there's not enough women. There's really, there's not really any women tag teams, really. There's like the iconics and everyone else just kind of thrown together. Technically. I mean, I guess technically fire and desire rap solution, but WWE loves Alexa Bliss, and she's so good at what she does. And there's nothing else really for her to do right now. Her and Nikki do a really great job. This really could go either way. I really can see Mandy and Sonya winning this, but I'm gonna pick Alexa and Nikki here. And I hope you're right. Yeah.
1: By the way, I mean I don't I don't want Rose and Deville to win, but I I just have this sick feeling they are. It wouldn't
0: surprise me. It really wouldn't. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day versus The Revival. And I'll talk about this one first, so uh, um, you don't think I'm just copying you. I think here, this is really interesting because it is The New Day and The Revival, or The New Day and Kofi Kingston, part of The New Day, versus The Revival and Randy Orton. And it has been recently on, uh, on Raw and SmackDown. It's actually kind of interesting because... Uh, Neither of those guys were on, or none of those guys, except for Randy and Kofi, were on SmackDown this week. But I really see New Day retaining here. And I hope it doesn't become a thing. But it wouldn't really surprise me to see them do like a six-man tag, winner-take-all kind of thing. I absolutely love Kofi and Randy. I am kind of, I hope this is the blow-off match. But they're definitely moving forward to Hell in a Cell, aren't they? Like They're really going to continue it on. But you know what? If they're going to extend any feud, I guess this is a good one to do. Either way, New Day retains and beats the revival here. I um, I'm not
1: sure. I'm not sure, but there's so many uh, matches on this card that I'm just not sure about, and this is another one of them. Could you almost see the revival? And Randy taking both titles from the New Day. Technically, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I, uh, all right, I'm going to heal
0: the revival. You go on the revival. Let's Do it. All right. No flips, just fists. No, no, no flips, just fists. Top guys doing top try right. things. I love the. I, revival. I love. Em. I love them. Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura. That's how you say it in Japanese. Oh, good. Versus. Mike, the Miz, Maurice's husband, Mizanin.
1: Wow. Who wins? Wow. I think this is probably the easiest one of the night. Shinsuke's winning. You think so? Absolutely. Why? Why not? They haven't given the Miz enough of a push to to take this from him. I think that I think Nakamura is going to carry this a little bit longer. I think eventually the Miz may take it off of him. And the Miz can have, I think what this will be his eighth or ninth? Uh Intercontinental. Um, mm, ninth, I believe. Which would tie him with Chris Jericho. It would. Um, so I think that I don't think it's gonna happen this weekend, but it definitely could later.
0: So here's the thing. Chris Jericho has nine reigns, and the Miz has eight. Chris Jericho is AEW world champion. This McMahon is not very happy with Chris Jericho right now. And Chris Jericho has the most Intercontinental Championship reigns of all time. I don't like it when they flip flop belts, but boy, it's about to happen. The Miz is winning on Sunday. He's going to lose it quickly, and he's going to become a 10-time Intercontinental Champion, and he will have the record for most Intercontinental Championship reigns scratching out AEW champion
1: Seriously. Chris Jericho.
0: You, you really think that? It's going to happen. It's gonna happen, yeah. Gonna scratch scratch that Chris Jericho uh, from think that it's history book yet?
1: I think I I believe you. I think they want to get rid of Jericho from the yeah, but I
0: don't think it's gonna happen yet. Well, remember when I can't remember who it was? Was it the Legion of Doom? It's whoever had the tag team championship reign for the longest amount of time, and then something happened, and it made Vince mad, so he let the New Day hold on to the tag titles for like three hundred and seventy something days. Just so they would be the longest tenured tag team champions.
1: Well, the same thing happened with uh, Nikki Bella holding it long enough to go past AJ Lee.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen, man. It's the I'm same
1: gar. It's the same garbage that they do all the time.
0: I am telling you, it doesn't happen so on Sunday. Petty. I wouldn't be surprised. I am not gonna lie; it wouldn't surprise me for the Miz to win it on Sunday and to lose it on Monday, and then win it a week or two again afterwards. It really wouldn't surprise me. Are you serious? It wouldn't? I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just telling you. I think that's what's going to happen. I hope not, dude. United States Championship. AJ Styles. The phenomenal one. Versus Cedric. I don't think he has a nickname. Alexander. <laughs> to me, this is the easiest one of the night. I know the WWE is real high on Cedric Alexander, but you know who else they're really high on? Ricochet and AJ Styles beat Ricochet multiple times. They want AJ Styles to look strong, keep him strong. Cedric Alexander is great. He will be a champion in the future in WWE. It's not his time yet. AJ Styles retains the U.S. title. Also, 50 50 booking. Cedric Alexander just pinned him. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think AJ is going to win here. I, I don't think they're going to take this title off of him until they put him into the main event uh for the for the heavyweight uh championship yeah um i think that eventually they'll take this off of him maybe even to cedric alexander yeah which i think would be a good move got it too uh, but again it's not going to be until he's in into the main title picture so and then and, and that's not yet
0: so aj is going to win yeah cool cool smackdown women's championship Bailey versus the Queen in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte Flair. You know, this is kind of
1: tough uh, because Charlotte just got a pin on Bailey, and we know how the WWE likes to do things. That's correct. Uh, which to me tells me that Bailey's going to win. Uh, I don't know how you can honestly say that Bailey's going to pin Charlotte Flair. Um, it's going to have to include some kind of Sasha Banks interference. I think for this to happen, because honestly, I could totally see Charlotte Flair winning. However, they're not really good about letting them win in their hometowns ever. So, uh, I'm probably going to go with Bailey just
0: because of the 50, 50 booking. And that's a very good reason. But the reason I think Bailey's going to win is because, to get Sasha Banks back in the WWE, there was a conversation that was had. And I want to note that there, this is not inside information. I did not read this anywhere. This is just hyperbole. But there was a conversation that was had. And Sasha Banks said, Vinny boy, because that's what Sasha calls Vince McMahon, Vinny boy. She said, Vinny boy, I'll come back. But you just made our tag team championship reign ridiculous. Bailey and I are going to be the Raw and SmackDown champions at the same time. We're going to be a team again, and it's going to be great. And Vinny Boy says, okay, I was going to do a Vince voice, but I, you know I can't do it. So, Yeah, no, you can't. Bailey wins and defeats Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And let's move straight to Raw. I kind of just spoiled it, and I want to talk a little bit about Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Now, I know that was hyperbole. I was just joking around, but let's talk a little bit about Becky Lynch and how great she is. But the lack of people that can challenge her in the WWE right now, there really aren't a lot of women's wrestlers that Becky can wrestle. Because Asuka and Kyrie Sane are in some stupid tag team that needs to break up, and I've said it before, it's awful. If she beats Sasha Banks, who's next? Nobody. There is no one left. Unless they break up the tag team and she wrestles Asuka, because that would be perfect since Asuka made her tap before the before she won the Royal Rumble match. But you know what? WWE's not that good. They can't book that well. Sasha Banks is going to be Becky Lynch for two reasons. One, because she's really hot right now, and I'm sure that was in her negotiations. And two, because Becky Lynch has no more challengers, and it's time for her to lose. This is not the end of their feud. I've heard rumors that they're going to have a winner-take-all with Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey. I hope that's not the case. But Sasha and Bailey both end this show with their hands held high and belts in those hands. I don't think so, you dope. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. We talked before. I'm I'm not going to be a
1: hypocrite. I do think Sasha will eventually take it off, Becky. I don't think it's now. OK, um, again, I think that they need to build it more. I, I don't think that it'd be smart to have her take it off her the first time they fight. Right. I do believe that Sasha will eventually take it off of her, uh, maybe even at Hell in a Cell or. But I think that they need to let this breathe a little bit more before they just jump right on it. OK. Um, I, and I, and that's why I think Becky will retain. OK.
0: Makes sense. I,
1: I'm cool with that. However, if Becky retains, Charlotte really
0: should win, I feel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I, I still think Bailey's going to win. Okay. Raw tag team champions, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. And boy, aren't they just storied champions. I mean, these guys have been together for so long. They're just so good together. I'm so glad to see them finally cr- just scratch and claw from the bottom and finally make it and win titles in WWE. Yeah. I mean, they've really worked
1: hard and long together for this. Seth Rollins and Braun well, Strowman. I think tag team. I think these two guys.
0: I do too. Braun Strowman did win, uh, did win uh, a tag team championship with a 10-year-old, and now he's no. won it with someone that acts like a 10-year-old. Oh, jeez. Perfect. Perfect. Get over yourself, Perfect. Matt. Get Seth in Rollins it. and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert. Robert Roode, and I said it correctly because uh, Robert's on my screen. Good job. Yeah, thank you. I have absolutely no idea. And for most of these, I'm like, ah, I've got a pretty good idea. Even if my idea is wrong, you know, I think I might be able to pick it, but I think Ziggler and Robert Roode are going to win this one, and I think that Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman will... Uh, I don't think either one is going to turn on each other. I think that something will happen and there will be a mistake made and one of them will get pinned and then they'll get up mad and then they will brawl and they'll probably have one match in between that and their world title match, which should probably be Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston. I think Ziggler and Rude take this one.
1: I I think it's going to be Rollins and Braun. And the reason that I think that is I think they're going to continue this whole, you never know when they're going to turn on each other thing. Right. Because one of them is going to have to win the universal title. And I think that's going to be a part of what tears down their tag team, but I think they're going to win the tag team first. Okay. Um, and then later in the night have their universal title match. And then that's when it, that mm, I don't want to give my pick away. Okay. But you, you think they'll retain. I think they'll
0: retain. Okay. Interesting. I really have no freaking idea. <laughs> just so you know. I don't really know on this one either. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan in the only non-championship match at Clash of Champions. Because apparently King of the Ring was bumped. I just checked it. So they're not having the King of Ring finals. They're going to have it on Raw next week.
1: I wish they were not having this match on Clash of Champions.
0: Reigns and Rowan? Yes. It's so stupid. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. Tell me why, and tell me who you think will win. I they don't need the thing is is that
1: the pay per view does not need a non championship match. I do agree with that. That's the point of Clash of Champions. The point is to have all of your champions fight, and there's so many titles that they have to defend on this show. You're gonna take away from one of these other matches that needs more time. Yeah. So that we can watch two big men hit each other and then Roman winning. We all know what's going to happen. Right. It's either going to be one of two things: Roman's going to win, or Daniel Bryan gets involved and Eric Rowan wins because because it's a non disqualification match.
0: Yep, it is an ODQ match, and that's the only thing that really makes me think, oh man, maybe Roman won't won't pull this off, and they'll you know outnumber him because that'd be a good way to make Roman lose if they want to protect him. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean because they they can make it seem like Rowan turned on Daniel Bryan, but we all know that they're. They're working together. Yeah. Um, so that makes me want to go with Roman Reigns.
0: Okay. I am also going to pick Roman Reigns, but I, I'm picking him with a knot in my stomach because Eric Rowan could absolutely win this match, especially if Daniel Bryan gets involved because Daniel Bryan is a superstar that could beat Reigns and Reigns wouldn't look bad. And Eric Rowan is like 6'10". So if you have a superstar and a giant beating you down, you don't look bad even if you lose. So I'm going to go with Roman Reigns, but uh, that is not a lock. So take that for what you will. I understand. WWE champion Kofi Kingston versus stupid, stupid, the Viper. Stupid. The legend. (laughs) Randy Orton. The Apex Predator. Sorry, I knew I was forgetting one. I'm going to go here. In this one, I know I mentioned it earlier, and I kind of spoiled it a bit. I think they're going to move forward with this. I don't think this is the end of the feud. I think this is going to hell in a cell. Because of that, I think Kingston retains. And Randy Orton could win and have Kofi chase him. But I don't see Kofi losing at hell in a cell if he loses here. I really think Kofi's going to retain. And this is one of those where like Orton could win and it wouldn't surprise me. And that's, what's really great about this pay-per-view because I don't know a lot of, I really don't know. Like most WWE pay-per-views. I'm like, yeah, I I know 90% of what's going to happen. I think there's gonna be a lot of surprises on here. And I think we're not going to get as many right as we think we are, but I think Kofi retains here. And I think it continues on and uh, we'll have a hell in a cell match inside the cell. Well, I would hope it was inside the Cell and not outside the Cell. Well, you know what I mean. I think they'll be one of the Cell matches on the pay-per-view. So, hmm,
1: I could totally see WWE having Kofi carry this thing even longer. However, I'm going to go with my heel picks with the Revival and Randy
0: taking all the titles. What's great about this is we're disagreeing on a lot of stuff, and that hasn't happened. So that just shows everyone that this is definitely not... Super predictable because yeah, no idea <laughs> our, on stopping grounds, we agreed at almost everything and we were always right. I mean, we only missed like mm-hmm. what two. Well, I think we missed one on stopping grounds, and it, uh, you and I missed two. Kyle missed one. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because he picked um AJ
0: and we both, oh, picked Ricochet, yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, we're not talking about. Stomping grounds. We're talking about Clash of Champions, baby. Woo! Let's go to the main event. And I'm really interested on what you have to say, so I'm gonna go first. Because I want <laughs> to have as much time as you want, and I'm gonna let you let you close out these predictions. Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Now, Braun Strowman has had multiple opportunities to win this title. Braun Strowman needs to win this title. But you know who the Fiend needs to wrestle at Hell in a Cell, inside the Cell? Seth Rollins. Because Braun Strowman, at 6'10", or whatever he is, monster of a person, when he's staring down the Fiend, he looks like the monster. When Seth Rollins stares down the Fiend, the Fiend looks like a superstar. Seth Rollins goes over, if nothing else, just because he has to be the guy that wrestles the fiend in the cell. So
1: you're going with Seth freaking Rollins.
0: Unfortunately, I am. Yes. You're, you, that's, that's your favorite wrestler. He is my least favorite wrestler. That is correct. No, he's not really. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Okay.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Seth and Braun are going to retain the Raw Tag Team Championship titles. Okay. And then they're going to fight each other for the Universal Championship. Okay. During that match, Braun Strowman is going to win the Universal Championship. Why? And they have to stay Raw Tag Team Champions. Okay. Because it's going to cause a great rift between them. Okay. And Braun's going to stand over him with the title and say, I told you you were going to
0: get these hands because they always have to get that line in. Yes.
1: And then Seth Rollins is going to look over him and say, you won this time, big guy, but next time I'm going to burn it down. That's exactly what he'll say. And then at hell in a cell, we're going to have a triple threat match with the fiend for the universal championship.
0: That's not bad. That's, that's a good call. Because that would be even more fun to have all three of them in the hell in the cell. Man, they can't use that as an, as an excuse to make the fiend lose though, right? There's no way like oh, he's out no. he's out in the the problem with this is he's only wrestled one, I know Bray Wyatt's been around for years. The fiend has wrestled one match and he won in like two minutes. So if it's a triple threat and like he's selling all this crap on the outside that that'd be my only concern. I don't want them to ruin the fiend. And we've been saying for months, please don't ruin the fiend. And they haven't yet. It's been great. I'm really concerned about this, man. I really, if they, if they do the triple threat, they can still have him
1: like they can have Braun and Seth kill each other. And he come in and murder whoever is the weakest. (laughs) That's true. And then Braun can get thrown out of the cell and then he can take the title and still win without pinning Braun and not, and and that saves Braun from looking weak. Okay. That. Cause I think okay. Seth
0: can take, Seth can take being pinned better than Braun yeah. at this point. I think. Yeah, I think so. Seth is, Seth is a bona fide superstar and there's not many in WWE right now. There's yeah, the, you know, there's more than this. But if I were to say who is a superstar, like Stone Cold, that people know, and I'd say there's three, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch. Those are your three superstars. And I'm not saying like Charlotte is a superstar. Don't get me wrong. But if you go to a casual fan and you go, I haven't really watched wrestling that much, but I know Becky Lynch because she's been everywhere. So I think those are your three superstars. Again, yeah. a roundtable discussion we're going to have. But I mean, the, I, he can I mean Becky, Lynch,
1: Becky Lynch is in freaking sports center commercials now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, only two other wrestlers have done that. Do you know who they are? Stone Cold, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and was it The Rock? No, I'm gonna Google it to make sure I'm not lying to you. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah,
1: because so. I yeah they said that on Raw, didn't they? Yeah,
0: it's it was Stone, Stone Cold, Cold.
1: Stone Cold and it's not The Rock. It is your favorite wrestler.
0: Oh, Brock Lesnar. Brock. Lesnar. Yep. Who really deserves it? I mean, he might have even done it during his, his UFC days. I'm not sure. Deserves it? He does. He's He is a superstar. He's he's, a, he's, uh, he's, well, no. known. he's well known. Um, yeah, because he's the devil. That's why.
1: <laughs> so this is that point in the show where it's getting kind of
0: late, and my words are starting to slur. So <laughs> Let's do one more thing before we go. Let's do a little quick game of trivia. I want you to ask me five questions, and we'll see if the listeners can get more answers correct than me. Okay, guys, call in, and we'll wait for you to call <laughs> in. Just play play, play wherever you're listening.
1: So for those who uh, are maybe new to the show, we, uh, we have three different eras. We have Classic Era, Attitude Era, and Modern Era. So uh, since Matt's the only one playing, Matt,
0: what era would you like to start with? You know, let's do this. I know I said five. Let's do six, and let's do two from each era. Okay. Well, what do you want to start with? Let's do classic, then attitude, then modern. Let's go all the way through. All right. Let's do it, my friend.
1: Who won his first WWE championship by defeating Hulk Hogan for the title at Survivor Series 1991?
0: Survivor Series 1991. Beating Hulk Hogan, huh? Yes. Yes. Boy, I don't know. So, I'm going to go with, mm, 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 he would only lose to, uh, what, uh, Psycho Sid? Undertaker. Uh, I should have known that one. Because hmm. I was thinking Bret Hart, and I'm like, no, Hulk Hogan wouldn't lose to anyone smaller than him.
1: Yeah, he was very uh, particular about that. Yep. Still in classic. Okay. Who won a record-tying fifth WWE Championship by defeating The Undertaker at SummerSlam 1997?
0: 97, that would be the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, think of his rival, Bret hit the Hitman Hart. Dang it, that was my other guess. I actually think that happened in another trivia game we did where uh, I guess Shawn Michaels, the answer was Bret Hart. So that's 0 for 2, my friend. Um, a good start. Good start. All right.
1: Attitude era. Attitude. You normally do pretty well on here, so okay. uh, so we're going to hope so. Who won the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17?
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I don't know this. I remember this. I actually looked up the gimmick battle royal the other day. Um, Gosh, it, it's something stupid. Oh, my gosh. I've seen this match. I don't know the Brooklyn Brawler, the Iron Sheik. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't remember that. This is going great. It's by the going way. great, by the way. If yeah. any, if you guys have gotten even one question correctly, you're beating me. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, this is a great segment, Matt.
0: Um, <laughs> it's great. I did <laughs> suck
1: at it. <laughs> so, so I think you'll get this one. Okay. All right. What superstar defeated the Rock? in an empty arena match that aired on the USA network during halftime of Super Bowl 33. Triple H. Mick
0: Foley. Oh gosh. I didn't watch that. I wasn't watching it that time. You're killing me, man. Oh, oh for four. This is awful. I'm just going to delete the whole delete the whole segment. <laughs> no, it's too late. We already asked all the freaking questions. <laughs> Modern, let's do this. Here I go. I'm going to be two for six. I've got these.
1: All right, modern era. Leading into WrestleMania 23, WWE champion John Cena was also world tag team champion with what challenger for the
0: WWE title? Oh, my God. I don't remember. Um, (laughs) jeez. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's also very late. It's like 11 o'clock here now. Yeah, I'm tired. Can you get uh, something right? Let's do it. Let's do Edge. Let's do
1: Edge. Uh, Shawn Michaels. I, I, don't, I,
0: don't, <laughs> I remember it now. I saw it. I watched that. I don't remember. All right, one more modern. I can't go over. This has got to be. All right. This is this it. Is, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling This it. is it.
1: This is it. All right. What two-time WWE champion became the world heavyweight champion for the first time by beating Big Show in a last-man-standing match in January of 2013.
0: Oh, my gosh. I have no clue. I mean, none. No clue at all. Okay, let me think here. 2013, two-time WWE champion, became the world champion.
1: World heavyweight champion by beating the Big Show in a last man standing match.
0: Brock Lesnar. Alberto Del Rio. I can't believe I just went over for six. That's so embarrassing. Zero oh, for six. Oh, oh man, not. Carol's husband. Yeah. Are you actually playing this game? Well, I was trying to play the game, but I think what happened was I was playing a different game, and so our wavelengths just weren't connected. That must be it. That was, that was embarrassing. must be it. I apologize to I apologize to my family. I apologize so, to, to <laughs> Kyle, my, my, my opponent It's usually my opponent. I apologize to the listeners, but most importantly, I apologize to Chris Jericho because I love you, Chris Jericho. Thank you so um i think
1: because you lost and kyle's not here to make you do the 30 second oh, challenge Gosh! so i think that me, the next episode you cannot refer to yourself as matt you have to refer to yourself as carol's husband
0: carol's husband
1: the entire the entire episode okay you'll have to remind me but i'll do it okay you will be referred as carol's husband okay that all right i'll tell you
0: what <laughs> Uh, the punishment could be a whole lot worse because I love my beautiful <laughs> wife. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 25 of Wrestle Life Radio. I am so sorry that I went 0 for 6, but I hope you had fun. You can follow us on Instagram at Wrestle Life Radio and at Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. You can follow Kyle at Kyle.Pauli. You can follow Chris at Twitter. On Twitter, I am Wrestle Life Heal. It's beautiful. Absolutely love it. You can follow me. At Russell Life, Matt, this has been Carol's Husband for Russell Life Radio. And you, we just want to say thank you very much. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends to listen, but don't tell them to listen to the last 10 minutes because I don't want them to know that I went 0 for 6. And we will be back next week with the results podcast for Clash of Champions. And, of course, with Raw and SmackDown. And we have some new things on the horizon. And we're really excited to share them. We will let you know. Hope you have a wonderful day. Well, it's the big show. Perfect key. Good job. Thanks.